It's time for a Swedish Fika with some Swedish fun facts with your host, Pixelpia. Welcome to Swedish Fika, the podcast where I take a closer look at Sweden and Swedes. In today's episode, I'm going to tell you about the Swedish Christmas. The Swedish Christmas starts on the 1st of Advent, four Sundays before Christmas Eve, when we lit the first candle in our Advent calendar. This is a four-candle holder, often decorated with green moss and red berries. And on the first Sunday of Advent, we lit the first candle. Enjoy some fika, often with glögg, a hot mulled wine served with almonds and raisins, some gingerbread cookies and some S-shaped saffron buns called lussekatter. After the fika, the candle is blown out after just burning down a little bit. And on Sunday number two, we do the same thing, but this time lighting the first and second candle, and so forth. On the 1st of December, the TV's julkalender, Christmas calendar, show starts. This is a show for kids that has a new episode every night until Christmas Eve. Each year has a different julkalender, and in combination with the TV show, you can buy a paper calendar on the theme of the show, where the kids follow along and open one window each day. This tradition started in 1960. The next big event comes on December 13th, when we celebrate Lucia. I talked a lot about Lucia in my last episode, but let me share some personal memories of Lucia celebration with you. I grew up in a suburb to Stockholm, and at that time, this was the most child-concentrated community in the whole of Sweden. We lived in an eight-story apartment building with two apartments per floor. At each entrance, there were 16 apartments, and in those, about 30 kids. Each Lucia we practiced and prepared for weeks, so we got our Lucia procession together and walked to all apartments and sang for all the parents. During all my school years, from kindergarten up to college, I have watched or been part of the Lucia procession. In fact, this is so important, so if Lucia fell on a Saturday or a Sunday, the school celebrated on Friday or Monday. After that, I became a teacher. And Lucia was once again an important part of preparing for Christmas, a part that I really miss here in the US. Now we are getting closer to the Christmas days, so let me give you an overview of the days. Christmas Eve, December 24th, is the most important day of them all. This is when Santa comes and visits, when we get our gifts, and when we eat our julebord, a special version of a smurgosbord. Christmas Day and the second day of Christmas are both official holidays in Sweden and most people are off from work. But before we take a closer look at any of these days, we must start on the night of December 23rd, which we call Uppesittarkväll, sit-up night. Uppesittarkvällen is when you prepare everything. Make sure you finish up your cooking, wrap up your last gifts, Get the Christmas decoration finished and most important, dress 
the Christmas tree. And talking about gift wrapping, we have a tradition in Sweden of writing rhymes with our Christmas gift. These rhymes should hint at the content in the gift without revealing the content. When I was a kid, this was the night when you were tossing and turning in bed, knowing that you were not allowed to get out of bed if you wanted Santa to come and give you gifts. Our tree was never decorated until I and my brothers were in bed, which made morn- the morning of Christmas Eve special. Waking up extra early to see the tree and all the presents underneath for the first time. But back to Uppesittarkvällen. During the 1980s, they started to have an Uppesittarkväll on TV. The TV show had different artists entertaining, rhyme shops, where you could call in and get help from professional writers to create your rhymes, last-minute decoration and cooking tips, and much, much more. So now let's take a look at December 24th, Julafton in Swedish. I will talk both about traditions and food today. But of course, this may vary depending on what part of Sweden you are from and your own family traditions. But most of the things I will mention here today are known as Swedish Christmas tradition. In my family growing up, it started with us kids waking up early, as I mentioned, running into the living room and looking at the tree and all the presents. Of course, we wanted to dive into the gifts right away, but we were only allowed to pick one gift to open in the morning. Then we, and most of everyone in Sweden, have a very difficult decision to make. And that is food and gift before or after. Before or after what, you may ask. And this is a little tricky to explain without us Swedes looking like fools. But I will try. At 3 p.m. on Christmas Eve, we all gather in front of the TV to watch the Disney show from all of us to all of you. Or as we call it in Sweden, Kalle Anka och hans vänner önskar god jul. Which translated is... Donald Duck and his friends wish you a Merry Christmas. The show aired for the first time in 1959 and most of the show contains the same segments each year with one or two clips from the latest Disney movie. The reoccurring shorts are Santa's Workshop, Clown of the Jungle, Pluto's Christmas Tree, Mickey's Trailer and Ferdinand the Bull plus the always reoccurring scenes from the following movies. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Cinderella, Lady and the Tramp, The Jungle Book, and Robin Hood. And the presenter of the show is Jiminy Cricket. During this hour, Sweden is at a standstill. No one is cooking, opening gifts, or hardly even talking to each other. And the question I referred to earlier is should we eat an open presence before or after Kalle Anka, Donald Duck? In my family, we usually ate after Kalle Anka, and after that, it was time for gifts. So let's take a quick look at the s- typical Swedish julbord, Christmas table, which is, as I said, a variation of the typical Swedish smörgåsbord. We don't eat turkey for Christmas, so the main attraction here is the Swedish Christmas ham. A boiled ham 
that later is glazed with egg mustard and breadcrumbs, usually eaten cold. And besides the ham, you might find some or all of these dishes. Pickled herring in several variations. Herring salad, Jansson's frestelse, Jansson's temptation, which is a casserole made with potatoes, onions, anchovies, cream and breadcrumb. Meatballs, Prince sausage, which is a tiny little sausage. Liver pate, ribs, beet salad, potatoes, red cabbage and wort bread. A dark bread made with wort and beer. Dop i grytan, dip in the pot where you take the wort bread and dip it in the heated broth from boiling the ham. Lutfisk, which is dried cod preserved in lye, then watered out before cooking. Lutfisk is not that common in Sweden anymore, and I have heard that England is nowadays the capital of lutfisk. But lutfisk should be served with a white sauce and rice pudding. And for some extra fun, we add one almond to the rice pudding. And the person that gets the almond is said to be married during the next year. To drink, we have Christmas beer, snaps, julmust, a soda sold during Christmas and sometimes Easter, but then called påskmust, Eastermust. Glögg, as I said, the hot mold wine with almonds and raisins. And after dinner, it is finally time for opening gift. Often Santa is knocking on the door and asks, Finns det några snälla barn här? Are there any nice kids here? When I was a kid, we usually had a friend of my parents, someone that wasn't celebrating Christmas with us, dress up as Santa so no one was missing. And still, Santa was in the room. So, he must be real. He never stayed for long. He just read the tags on the gifts and handed them out before he had to run to the next family. In my family, we then took turns opening the gifts, reading the rhymes and trying to guess what was inside. That way, we all could see what everyone got. Christmas Day and the second day of Christmas are, as I said earlier, official holidays in Sweden. Some people like to go to church early on Christmas Day for what we call julotta. Jul meaning Christmas and otta meaning dawn. Usually around 7 a.m. In some places they also have the julotta at 4 a.m. and 10 a.m. The rest of the two holidays are usually used to enjoy your family and relax. The official end of the Christmas season is January 13th, or as we call it, Tjugondag Knut, which is 20 days after Christmas Eve. This day you have Julgrans plundering, Christmas tree looting, a party for kids that includes dancing around the tree before it is time for undressing it. The tree traditionally included decorations filled with candy just for this event, but nowadays the kids usually get a bag of candy instead. And with that, the Christmas is over until the first of Advent, four Sundays before Christmas Eve again. And with this, I have reached the end of my first season on the Swedish Fika. A big thank you to everyone that has listened. And be sure, I will be back in January again. 
But for now, there is only one thing to say. And that is, god jul och gott nytt år. You can keep up with everything from a Swedish fika on a swedishfika.com or on Facebook or Instagram as a Swedish fika. And you can reach Pixelpia at pixelpia at a swedishfika.com. <laughs>